<laughs> it so. is not a Jersey comedian. It's from your neck of the woods. It's Steve Maison, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, whoa, you're in for a special singer-songwriter treat here at 420. We got Carrie Kathleen calling in at 420. Got some exciting shows happening tonight. We got some underground stuff. We got some above ground stuff. <laughs> people playing shows and caves and people playing at Amondos. Looking forward to that. Got Alice in Wonder Band back in the box. A little sneak preview of a uh, new song released by another local artist. I'm playing that at the end. How's it going, Allie? Good. Good to have you here. Yeah. It's been a couple, a couple months, a couple years, or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got the farmer's market here on Sunday. We got a last cafe tomorrow. We're getting geared up for some comedy battles here. After the show. And we're going to be playing you a local band, some local bands here. They're playing some shows tonight. And we're going to be hanging out here. Fun, exciting. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. I'm going to play some bands that are going to be playing at Amondos later tonight. What was that? Amondos, yes. Yes, 21st in Valencia. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's going to be cool. So we got um, this local band that's going to be playing uh, tonight. Got a good lineup here. We're going to be playing a couple of those bands. This song is called, or this uh, band is called Manos Lindas. And this is a song off the record, If These Hands Could Rock.
Analog Dog, MediaRadio.fm. Buy your tickets to Amado's tonight. It's Amado's. Amado's. 20. What are the cross streets on that? 21st in Valencia. 21st in Valencia tonight. Check this band. That is Analog Dog, Amanda's, this is Trixie Rasputin, also on the list tonight. This piano is nice. Very nice. 
Got Carrie Kathleen calling in here at 420. Some cool jazz on the way. We are coming up on the 420 here. Kicking back in the booth with Allison. Chilling out some cool jazz. Hi. You can hear me this time. Yay. Could always be heard. 
Hello, Carrie. Hi. Hey, how's it going over there in the sound waves? Uh, good, how are you? Doing well. I'm just sitting back here in the box with my co-host here, uh, Allison. Hello. Oh, great. Hi. How are you guys? Doing well. It's a Friday. It's a little smoky outside, but... <laughs> it's not smoky here. It isn't, no. yeah. Just the moon is smoky at night. That's what it is. Ah, <laughs> oh, got it, got it. Well, we're excited to talk to you. Yeah, so I know you got some new tracks out. Thank you, yes. I am so... Do you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Mutiny Radio, the... the uh, yeah. Wow, these oh, people yeah. are blowing me up. Thank yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for, for calling in and... Uh, I really like this new track. Um, oh, thank you. I like them all, actually. <laughs> the um, the real champagne, though, that is the latest track. Yeah, I just released it on July second, and it's been probably my most successful release so far, and I'm I'm so stoked. That is super awesome. Yeah. So um, I know you got some tracks. I was gonna play this one for everyone out there. We got Carrie Kathleen on the line here. Hello. Hello to the Hi. world. We got Hopefully people in Guam. Champagne. I would like to know what you're drinking, if anything. Um, so we are actually drinking some. I had some sparkling water that I just uh, devoured. Um, nice. But it was kind of similar, like bubbly. Had a bubbly kind of thing to it, and I feel like that's a great way to start the weekend. Yes. Some real champagne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna play this track for everyone, and um. Yeah, we'll bring you back on here. Awesome. Real champagne, Carrie Kathleen.
Carrie. Hello. That was an amazing track. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. Wow. Cool it's a, featuring me. I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah. Don't want none of that cheap stuff. You know, I, yeah. It's not I, about, I, just about champagne, is it? Yeah. What, I are mean, you, what were you saying, Ashley? Uh, so the the champagne. So this this is yeah. This is just a that's a great knocker. I love that song. But you don't want none of that cheap <laughs> stuff. It's not just about champagne. Do you want the real experience or not? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly what I was going for. Um, so I'm a sommelier, and that was me tying in all of my wine knowledge. You know, ten years in the wine industry, Sonoma and Napa, and being able to finally write a song about champagne but it had to be good mm-hmm. and it had to be really thought out because i had built a wine brand all around singing and wine and if i was going to yes. release my first wine song it better be damn good <laughs> yeah so, so i notice a lot of things and um because you have this wine down list on spotify right correct yeah it's a, a wine centric playlist because there's not enough of those out in the world yeah, that is that's great. I know some really sommeliers. I'm gonna have to send that to. That's awesome. <laughs> this oh, is thank you. yeah the wind down playlist here with Carrie Kathleen. It's uh yeah. So we yeah, were just it has talking. A couple, Are you... couple of my songs, but mostly just songs that I think you would vibe with if you are you know having a nice evening. You're sharing wines with friends. You're you know, having experiences, maybe you're in a winery and these songs are just meant to just kind of uplift you. They're, they're, you know, easy to listen to, mostly indie pop. Yeah. It's very well mastered, that track and, uh, well done. And thank you. What was I going to say? Oh, so we were talking about earlier. So are you from the Bay area then? Um, well, so I went to, um, Sonoma state university and then um, studied wine, and I'm not technically from there, but I did spend um, 2009 to 2020 um, in the Bay Area, and I, I've pretty much called that my home. You know, that is where most of all my friends, all my contacts are. And then last year, I decided to move during COVID um, to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. So you're in the heat of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I still miss the bay area i i did some gigging in san francisco so shout out to everyone in san francisco i played um most recently in 2020 i played at um lizzie starlight lounge in uh san francisco or st uh how's it what do you call it oh the sir francis drake yes oh yeah that's a good spot that's right at the top you have you ever been there no that is good things (laughs) yeah i gosh i remember i'm um i'm an east bay kid and oh, really? To, yeah, Where are so you from? I am from town, well, I'm from Castro Valley, San Ramon, just right there on the yeah. borderline where the cows okay. and the Chevron headquarters are. So like an hour and a half ish from, from like Sonoma? Yes. Yeah, I love Sonoma too. Sebastopol had some <laughs> friends up there. Um, Someone was talking about Sebastopol, how it's like hippie hunters. Like I love <laughs> Sebastopol. So they're. Their wines, their Pinot Noirs and Sebastopol are some of the best um, that I've had. Have you guys ever had Emeritus wine? Emeritus, no. Yes. I don't think so. I so have. they're a really, really famous one in Sebastopol. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live in Sebastopol too, so. That is a great spot. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I um, Beautiful winery. I like the whole, the knowledge behind the wine 
and you know the whole rosé thing then it makes sense to me that maybe 10 years ago I figured out that it's a hybrid of white and red wine to yeah, make rose that rosé so popular yeah it's really good what kind of wine do you like I am a big hmm I actually do like red wine we had some red wine last night that was good some cabernet it's a nice cabernet yeah. that's probably my fave nice. what about you Ooh, I love them all. You know, uh, you have to appreciate so many different wines for what they are because you you blind taste a lot. And, and being in a sommelier, um, you have to really appreciate the varietal for all of its different expressions through Cabernets from France, Cabernets from, you know, Paso Robles and Napa and Argentina has some great cabs. So I do love um, Cabernet. My favorite grape varietal is probably... Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Champagne and Rosé. Those are my top well, four. Well, of course, Champagne. Real Champagne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wine and But um, my favorite Champagne house, if you guys, if you're listening and you're in the Bay Area and you're like, where should we go? Go to Iron Horse. They are in Sebastopol. And they, they're probably one of my favorite local California Champagne houses. That is Champagne. I'm like some California tip. champagne. <laughs> well, with a K, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Very great. So I wanted everyone to listen. To the, so what is this? Uh, this next track was a reverie. Is that right? Um, they can do, yeah. Reverie is a, uh, a word that means to be lost in one's daydreams. That sounds like what I'm going through right now. <laughs> it's still the daytime. <laughs> Right. Got Carrie Kathleen on the line here. Living that dream, see it so clearly. Neon bright, you're near me. Spinning on a living roof, you show me.
Miss Carrie Kathleen, Mutiny Radio FM. We got her on the line, back in the box here with Allison. That was Hi. beautiful. <sighs> yeah, that's really Aww. well done. Thank you so much. It definitely gets that vibe of a daydream. Yeah, so I just a uh, question. When Allison and I were going to talk about maybe so. Where did you record this? <laughs> um, I have a couple different producers. Actually, all three songs that you guys are going to be hearing today are actually by three different producers. Um, so my main my main thing is I work with EDM artists, and I this this was not the case for this song. This song I actually worked with a producer in LA called um, his name is Evan Chambers, and he is just incredible i found his music on spotify i reached out to him i said you're incredible would you want to work with me um obviously he's he's not he doesn't come cheap um his his production is just insane and um that's how i found him so he is in in la um another producer that i work with in la uh cody J did real champagne and then for the last song that you guys will be hearing today i worked with an edm producer and i recorded the vocals in my house, um, in my own little mini studio. So I guess it just depends. Um, I work with lots of different producers, and sometimes I'll do, you know, duets, collaborations, um, and sometimes I'll just do a song that really needs um, more minimal production so that my vocals can shine, and that's kind of what I did with Reverie. Um, so he kind of built the production around my voice. That's really fun just imagining I was talking with Allison earlier you know because I'm just I'm recording all this stuff I have up on Spotify <laughs> and, yeah, uh, in, your and uh, in my living room and it's just so lo-fi it's just you know it's like misfits or something yeah but you just need to have a good producer you, I can send you a couple of producer you know a couple of people that you can work with I mean there's you know there's just it has to it, I guess it all has to do with how much can you do on your own? Because it sounds like you are super multi-talented. So you can do a lot on your own. <laughs> I'm so just drinking some wine. Find someone to like master it for you, or do just a couple extra things on the on the back end. Yeah, I think that's that's where it's at. Yeah, this is just well done. Your vocals and everything are just so crisp. It's like yeah, I think I think that's all thanks to to Evan. I mean, he's <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so I know that. So you said in 2020 you did a gig at the Starlight. I did at and Lizzie's. Lizzie's. Yeah, Lizzie's is like this cool rooftop bar. Yeah, so I'm trying to. Where are you, where are you playing next? Are you? I mean, you're in LA now, but that's you're everywhere. You're online, but <laughs> well, are you I, playing in LA you know, anymore? I've, I'm so glad that you asked, uh, Justin, because I have. Um, I'm booking weddings right now, yes, and I have perfect. a couple gigs booked um you guys can see me in the bay area coming up nice. in october um i'll be doing a wedding which is obviously private so i'm not going to say that <laughs> <laughs> um and then i also have a gig um that's going to be open uh for everybody called flagship tap room in santa rosa california flagship. and i'll be doing a gig there um on october 8th which is a friday um just getting um every all the details set on the time oh, but awesome. Um, since I will be up there, I decided to make it kind of a mini tour and obviously all my friends and, and my band is up there. So, um, if you guys want to come out to flagship, flagship sounds location, really fun. It's a, it's a beautiful big tap room that took over 
um, this old business. I forget the name of this um, place that was there before. Um, but Flagship has two locations, one in Katati, one in Santa Rosa, and I'll be at the Santa Rosa one on October 8th. Nice. Yeah, those wineries, you could just have so many people there, too. It's great. Yeah, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping I can get more winery wineries. So if you guys are listening and you're looking for <laughs> someone to come and, and sing some really fun wine, you know, wine themed songs to give your guests a really unique experience. Um, I am booking. So I'm booking for 2021, you know, the rest of, of the year. So let me know if you guys, you know, know anybody that's getting married or just wants to have a, a little party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Con- contact Carrie Kathleen for any birthday and I'm just going to go for a uh, for wedding. And well, you guys absolutely. got connected with each other through what? Instagram? Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. It's so cool. We're, I know we're such a San Francisco and just, I think in general, Instagram is one of these like intrusive way, unintrusive ways to contact yeah. someone and like, oh, like artist wise. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually think that you might have been the first artist that I saw that just popped up and I was like, whoa. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, if you, Thank you so much. if the audience wants to find Carrie on Instagram, they can look up CarrieKathleen.music. Yeah. And uh, and then use Instagram to contact you to hire you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys can message me. You guys can email me. Um, there's a link in my bio with my uh, website. So I started a wine brand in uh, 2020 where I did, um, it was a wine-oriented pop music brand where I started doing Wine Wednesday live streams on Facebook. Um, that attracted thousands of views per week, and I played any kind of music ranging from, you know, Billie Eilish to Amy Winehouse to Fleetwood Mac, and uh, you guys can follow my lives. Um, I go live most Wednesdays. Um, I haven't gone live the past couple Wednesdays, but you guys can check my Facebook um, if you just search for Carrie Kathleen with a K and a K, and uh, you'll find me on, on the internet super awesome i'm excited there's i mean there's just so much yeah coming back got the shop online you got these shows coming up here in october which is just right around the corner booking wedding events it sounds like you got the world by the horns (laughs) (laughs) no i i definitely don't have it all together i think you know a lot of artists are like hey how do you have it all together you know every artist right now is is just getting back on their fate feet after the pandemic you know and i i want to support other artists i love that you're doing this and supporting artists i think you know we really have to support them right now because everybody has been <laughs> you know just trying to trying to get back into live gigs and making that transition because a lot of people did shift their businesses mm-hmm. um you know i can't imagine how many people had to look for other work and and had to maybe potentially give up their music and and it's so sad, you know. We, we really need to support these artists. Yeah. Well, you are keeping it alive here for certainly. <laughs> Trying yeah. my best. <laughs> yeah. So are you like in L.A. then? Um, it's been fun. Um, you know, it's just hard because all my contacts, you know, all my, ve- all my venues are up north. So I think eventually I could see myself actually moving back to the Bay Area. Um but for now, I do have family in Los Angeles, so 
it's been really it's been key for my mental health just to be near my family during the pandemic um they just Mm -hmm. they're the best thing you have is family you know and so being near them has really made everything worth it yeah totally i did the same thing oh really yeah i'm just visiting san francisco this weekend uh, staying with my buddy JW and uh, oh, I yeah. miss the oh, yeah. so, so much but yeah, so I it, wanted to be with family too so it all became like I'm really excited to play this this track for you but I wanted to invite you out um, to play Tiki Desk concert if you guys were up for that Ooh. yeah so it's something um, over the pandemic that's evolved here so we got this you know rooftop with a tiki bar and oh, that'd be awesome. we started calling it Tiki Desk Concerts, but it could be, you know, I feel like I'm the one person that if I go to a Tiki bar, I could just get a cheap domestic beer. Um, just because, I don't know, I like water in a can. <laughs> you know, I I do like wine too, but um, I do like wine a lot. Uh, but, if, you know, that, that that hard alcohol, is you can get into trouble with that. Those, oh, yeah. Those Tiki drinks, those fish bowls, you just... Your savor with a nice, you know. That sounds so fun. Wait, so so what's, do you have a rooftop that you turn into um, a tiki, you said a tiki uh, desk concert? Yes. Yeah. So it all oh, like starts. Like tiny desk. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. But we it, got and it. it gets live streamed. So there are live stream oh, wow. concerts. Um, there's limited seating for people who want to come. Yeah. Live. But we got the neighbors in on, which is great. So the neighbors, and that was the whole buy-in. So I'm the candy man on the show, and uh, that's because oh. my day job, I'm a candy um, professional, sales professional, or business development professional. So my, my parents are like, hey, you know, JW, when you say you're the candy man, that could mean so many things. But the <laughs> yeah, so I just go around and give my neighbors all, you know. Well, maybe you think she get Carrie on the tiki desk on on her way up to Santa Rosa or maybe I'd be up for it. We got some time to plan. We're going to do something really big for Halloween. Oh, Um, that'd be so cool. If we could time it out with my mini tour, that would be so cool. Yeah, totally. Well, we're really excited um, to have you call in really great tracks. Me too. You guys are so sweet. I I just can't thank you enough. Like I said, for, for reaching out and, um, like I said, I've called the Bay Area home for 10 years, and I miss it dearly, and it just still has my heart, my friends, my love, you know, all my music music buddies, so I just, I miss you all, and if you're listening, you know, I can't wait to see you guys in October. Yeah, really exciting. Awesome, Kathleen. Well, we have a good weekend, and we're going to blare this last, uh, blast this last track. Yeah, what is, what is the last one? The last track is, is it, What Are You Waiting For? Seems symbolic. Yes. This is Carrie Kathleen, MutinyRadio.fm, calling in from L.A. I'm just afraid. And, yeah, it's just, you know, heating up here, right? I have, yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, I'm sitting back here in the box at Muni Radio FM. We just had a Carrie Kathleen call in. She's got she's doing weddings. She's got a little mini tour coming here in um, in October, which I'm really excited for. Um, and I'm sitting back on Spotify. I know everyone um, has experienced this before, but um, 
Yeah, just trying to listen to some music, you know. Some really fresh, refreshing tracks. And here we are. It just, yeah. How you doing over there, Allison? I'm good. I'm excited to hear this last song. I am really excited to hear this last song as well. But uh, Artificial intelligence, you know. And I got to look up the other two. It's just... You know, I think I actually have two Spotify accounts, and so I'm paying twice, which is, you know, whatever. But um, I think that maybe this email address is under the one. Here we are. This is Carrie Kathleen, Live Beauty Radio FM. That is Carrie Kathleen, Muni Radio FM. Just had her call in. Some nice new tracks. Sitting back in the box with Allison. 
here. Yeah, I love listening to Carrie's stuff. Yeah, she's um serious talent. Yeah, and, and we were we were just going off on how beautiful her voice is. It's just well done. All the right spots. It's the whole package deal. So, yeah. So Allison, you know, I I I know you know you came in from from Reno and you moved up to Reno recently. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of curious to just see how that's been like. You know that you get a little bit of culture shock. No. No. You're not shocked by anything. <laughs> <laughs> that well, I mean, all the the people in Reno, you'll hear them complain about all those darn Californians moving into town, <laughs> and I'm just another one of them. Uh, but no, it's been it's been really great getting to know other musicians there and just finding out what's there. Um, of course there's a lot of casinos and I don't really hang out in those places. Uh, but that's definitely one of the biggest differences. Uh, but there's also been some amazing stuff that I found. Um, last weekend I went to a venue called the Holland project and they have like art gallery and they have a stage and they put on all kinds of all ages shows. They're always all ages, which is awesome. Uh, and I got to see, uh, it was a block party tribute to hip hop. So I got to see a lot of rappers perform throughout the night and some spoken word and lots of nonprofit organizations were there so you can get information about them. And it's just very community oriented. Um, And so now getting to be a part of that community, it feels really good. Like you can find good people everywhere. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, there's good people everywhere. We just had, um, before the show, we had the, the two neighbors, the twins mm-hmm. that were here and they're from Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I remember it just, it's such a culture shock. Cause you know, maybe I'm a little naive being, you know, a Bay area native here. I you know, moved away to San Luis Obispo. That really counts, but I haven't been really out of California. And so when we did the Neil and I, when we did that cross country trip, I was saying, you know, we, we drove that, 1997 Subaru Legacy Wagon with 280,000 miles. And you're picking it from D.C., right? From D.C. So you had to drive through Virginia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we we went down the 66 to the 41. 66. And uh, we stopped to get some gas in Virginia. And we're pulled off, you know, in the, the gas station. And I, I had the, the guitar and I just go back, you know, where the tailgate is of this Subaru within like a minute of playing the guitar. Everyone's like, oh, cool guitar. This is so cool. And then people were like, coming up and like watching me play. And it was, I feel like in here in, in San Francisco, we talk about West Virginia to San Francisco. I mean, you play guitar on the street here, you're automatically in the questionably housed uh, category. But there's a lot of people who busk. There is. My friends and I have bust. Oh, yeah, no, totally. We, we're definitely out there and doing it, but I feel like it was just such a culture shock for me. And I, I think, you know, with Reno and, and Nevada in general, I mean, that's definitely a little bit of a culture shock, but I mean, there's nobody wearing masks in Reno. Yeah, there are. Oh, there are. Okay. Well, I mean, there is. I mean, they have the, the, the mandate, the state mandate that you have to wear masks inside businesses. So it's not as strict as San Francisco, 
but uh you know we we got we got us into the blue at the last election <laughs> yeah it's a good thing yeah I'm, so, I'm sure that many uh folks out there would agree that if things went different politically um this year that there's no way that anyone would take this vaccine seriously at all i don't know trump had the vaccine oh no i haven't heard that name in such a long time i'm sorry <laughs> it's pretty nice but i feel like you know living in reno living in san francisco it, it's not all just one way or the other anywhere you go there's all kinds of people in all kinds of places everywhere's purple <laughs> and the important thing is to connect with people um and that's you know that i think that's been an issue in san francisco politically just as much even more so in other places is the that divisiveness you know like like i've i've talked about it with my family as we live out there and it people don't really talk about politics you know they want to get along with their neighbors and they want to be good people to each other and if that's going to make us contentious towards each other we just don't talk about it and you can always you can't always find that in san francisco i've had a lot of friends who felt like they got kind of ostracized because they don't they don't follow that hard and fast left line and uh yeah i do i definitely do feel there is a purple party there there, there should be already someone already bought the domain otherwise i would have gone it well i'm i'm more i'm more interested in the gray areas <laughs> rather than the purple like nothing is hard and fast yeah huh <laughs> the, the uh it's I so, mean, maybe. it's hilarious yeah so i mean there's just so much happening in the bay area so we had a little teaser earlier you were playing that song mm-hmm. um that was released by a local artist who we met or that you met through the open mic scene and your She's rendition too. yeah and and the uh your rendition and on the piano was, was great. Thank you. I wanted everyone to hear this track. Um, that was the, how we started the show, a little teaser. And now we are going to play this song by local artist or local by being America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Dewar. Brian Dewar. Yeah, I had Dewar. to I had to cover that song cuz it's just ugh I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah, this is uh this is Brian Dewar High Low uh record. This is the feature track. Oh no, but you wanted to you played the Hindsight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You played Hindsight. Yeah, so we're going to blare this for you guys. so much it hurts sometimes actually it hurts all the time i know i'm not supposed to feel like this i want to let it go exactly like you did but i'm addicted to pointless regret fight it off for the fun of it and now i get to sit alone with it who knew anxiety is a terrible time 
That is Brian Dewar, Muni Radio FM, sitting back in the box here with an alley. That was Hindsight, my favorite new single. There's a lot of new singles I like, though. The next one might be Real Champagne. Who knows? Yeah. I really... Gosh, Download yeah, that's that one. Really, that's a good one. I mean, I just... I could sit back. I could see myself sitting back at a wine bar, maybe at a, you know, a vineyard and listening to that track and just being totally in it. Or going to the Champagne House Iron Horse that you recommended. Yes. Yeah. I think I still have some friends up there in Sebastopol. Who knows? Yeah, I know that I had a friend one I mean, they bought a they bought a place in Sebastopol. I don't know if they I think they've moved to Santa Rosa since, but that wine country up there is so nice. Mm-hmm. You know, just as long as it's not so on fire. Beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Oh, Northern California. I was talking to somebody in Guerneville. Said their whole place got smoked out, so they moved they went back home to Pennsylvania. Mm. <laughs> just, yeah, it's tough. There's some beautiful forest out there. Been there for hundreds of years. Some very, very big redwoods. They'll survive. Yeah. I was joking around with a a friend. We were talking about, you know, making a cigar lounge. Because I feel like there's cigar lounge style, right? Because you can't legally, like sell alcohol or anything but you can maybe have like a lounge where people donate but um i just think these are pandemic thing you know thinking in a pandemic lifestyle where yeah survival i guess (laughs) just a place for people to smoke cigars i think so i don't know there's not very many cigar i mean there's a cigar bar downtown it's like this tiny little room um and then there's this other one uh, in North Beach, it's actually called the Cigar Bar. And it was like, they had this nice, loungy back patio area. And I haven't seen that open yet, but. Just thinking for outdoor, outdoor lounging. Mm-hmm. So have you been to any open mics in Reno? Yes. Well, not actually Reno. <laughs> kind of the cities around Reno. Um, there's one at the Red Dog Saloon in Virginia City, and that's a lot of fun because they, they usually have uh, a bunch of musicians there who are willing to back you up. Like, there's always a band that's featured, and then they're like, if you want us to play with you, we'll play with you. And so you get to play with a band if you don't have one yourself. Um, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I've been to Patty and Irene's and Sparks. Um, and I think they're actually just about to change their schedule so that they do it the last Thursday of every month. Um, and I met some great musicians there. There's something you'd really like. There's this guy, Rick Metz, who's very, very talented on the saxophone and he runs a lot of jazz nights. He has like two jazz nights a week, like every week. Really? Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're sometimes they're performances there's like his jazz combo is playing but sometimes they're kind of jazz jams like people who are Jazzy who prove who prove their chops will be invited to play like you can just show up and play which is you know i mean that's how a lot of jazz nights are with 
places I've been in San Francisco too, where um, there there's a night where just like everyone in the jazz scene will will show up and and they can play, they can they can get up and solo with the rhythm section. So I think. Oh, speaking of which, I think uh, Sunday nights at um, uh, Flanahan's in the sunset has started started up again. Is oh, that's great. Yeah, they do that on Sundays, yeah. Yeah. So that's if, great. If you if you're missing the jazz here in San Francisco, you can do that late on Saturday Sunday nights. Yeah. Bring a jacket. <laughs> By the ocean. It is great. And we got that farmers market too. Um, oh yeah. Sunset. You've been playing that one, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to be playing a, a 10 a.m. set. I'm going to be this out Sunday? there like Britney Spears you know, with my drum chaos later thing and dancing around and doing somersaults and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it is. It's like, if you're going to dance around and do that kind of stuff, you need to be completely wireless. Yeah. So that's what I got going on. Nice. Yeah. Cause that way you could spin around and sing and people could hear you still, you know, if you, you have to be glued to the microphone, then you can't, move around as much can't put on a show like selena you gotta do it like selena mm-hmm. bitty bum bum bitty bitty bum bum bitty bum bitty bum bitty bitty bum 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 not drink heavily on a Saturday night. Um, then you wake up and get some coffee at the farmer's market. It starts at nine o'clock. We're going to have um, one other a band before me and a musical act before me. And I'm going to go on at 10 o'clock. And, um, and then there's more after too, right? And there is. Yeah, it goes on until three o'clock. I think Oscar's on there. Yeah? Lonely Dingo? You know, so the thing is, is this the first time I've seen actually listed as Oscar? Oh. Maybe it's a different Oscar. Because it would be Lonely Dingo, right? I don't know. Maybe he's he's uh, ditched to the stage name. Maybe he's not lonely anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. He found another dingo. It's <laughs> great. I don't know. I've seen him build as the Lonely Dingoes when he has a band. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Lonely Dingo song? Um, what are the names? Um, Potato Vodka is one that I love. And, uh, the Dim Sum song. That's my favorite. Yeah. Dim Sum? Yeah. Dim Sum. Ooh, dim Sum. I love how the crowd gets going when he plays, um, Beep Beep. Oh, that's Back right. That booty. Beep, yeah, that's right. Beep. He does say that. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, he's super multi. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I feel like it would be fun to pick, because for every artist like that I run into, you know, I'm really appreciative of art in general and the, the work that it goes behind, you know, art and, you know, painting and music is art through the sound waves. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing with... With that, with the music, as I could appreciate it, even if it's not necessarily my favorite type of music or that 
for every artist, I feel like maybe I have one particular piece that I like mm-hmm. that kind of shines a little bit more. Um, and I appreciate it all. Yeah. Um, no, I honestly just like every, I just love music. It's kind of like Carrie Kathleen with wine. You know, it's like, if you're going to get into the business of wine, you got to like just wine in general. And I teach music and I just got to like music in general because my students love all kinds of stuff and I'm yeah. into it. The what you are waiting for that last song that we played of Carrie mm-hmm. Kathleen. Is that knocked really hard? That was a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm partial to reverie already. Really? Yeah. I like that, that minimalism. Yeah, me too. I, um, I like the simplicity of like, sometimes it's just the most simple song. That's so yeah. great. Yeah. And that, that cross country trip, I never, I mean, just being in heavy on the San Francisco open mic scene, you know, doing covers is something that I feel like maybe just the particular crowd I hang out here in San Francisco is doing a cover is kind of like not cool, you know, or it's cool. That's what it is. It is cool. And there's nothing cool about being cool <laughs> that to do a cover is cool and you don't want to be cool. You want to, you know, I don't know. I remember, you know, doing it an Etta James cover one time uh, at Neck of the Woods, open mic Neck of the Woods on Wednesday night. And uh, I think Gerard hosts that still. And uh, I did an Etta James cover and someone after I did this song, this rendition of it, someone asked me if it was an original. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? It's Etta freaking James. Not everybody knows everything. But I do. I love that because it's it's hard to find that in a lot of other places that... I love that San Francisco values originality so much, you know, like it, it still doesn't really pay anything. It sucks, but you know, it, (laughs) it's, it's impossible to get, it's almost impossible. No, I'm going to say it's outright impossible. It's almost impossible to get gigs where you're going to play your own stuff. It's, it's so much easier to get gigs where you're playing covers all day long and everywhere else you go, like that's what people are going to go out for. And that's what they're going to, you know, listen to at bars and, um, and hire, you know, hire musicians to play. Like any of us can set up our own shows and play at venues and hope that we bring enough people in to play, pay the cover. But, uh, the fact that uh, you know everyone that I've met in San Francisco, they want to know what you have to say. They want to know what you're making. Yeah, they yeah. want they want some organic, you know, stuff. And if they they you know they want to do covers and they want something like uh, was it Girls Forever? Girls that, Forever. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> Did I yeah. get that right? If you're going to do a cover, that's got to be something like that. It's got to be super, like, far out. I mean, it's also a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Our little girl band. <laughs> that was, that was the, uh, if you knew about what it was, it was a rival to a local boy band. <laughs> we were trying to start a rivalry. Uh, but really, we were, ce- we were celebrating each other and... Kind of our childhoods, just like loving pop music, all those boy bands and girl bands from the 90s. You know, as I um, 
was with uh Carly Mari. I we went out to uh hate debates on what Tuesday like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we got the tickets and at the time this is like before, you know, when they had to serve food in order to even serve alcohol. So they had a partnership with Prada twenty two. And so it was a is Eventbrite where you spent twenty five bucks, so it was twenty five dollars. So I remember thinking when I bought these tickets, I'm like, twenty five bucks? I mean that's that's kind of a lot, you know, in a pandemic. Was showed up there and there was two drinks and a snack included. Mm. This is just yeah. Having just having entrepreneurial ideas over here, the Muni Radio Waves here. <laughs> I just uh yeah, it was just such a great surprise. You imagine you think you just paid twenty five bucks, you know, just for a cover to go into some place and then you get there and they have all these treats for you and you know, like, hell yeah. Sounds fun. It's funny, I feel like I don't know, whatever I don't want to talk about on the air, just the uh <laughs> but it's just you know, you're paying for an experience, right? It's just yeah. and that was the experience. But if you just see it at a dollar value, I mean that experience is priceless. I just walked in and there were some funny people. Connor hosts that, um, the open mic there on Tuesdays. Um, yeah, Tuesdays. I, so I don't know if you knew this. So next February, the 22nd, it's going to be two, 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 two on Tuesday on Tuesday. So it is a Tuesday. It's like the one Tuesday. Unless like, yeah, you're 2,000 years old or something. Yeah. The year 22. 22. Or the year 1,022. That's not exciting as 2,022. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Or imagine 2,222. Wow. 200 years from next year. Two thousand years, two hundred years, two hundred years, two hundred years from two thousand twenty-two will be twenty-two twenty-two. Oh, you're right. <laughs> twenty-two twenty-two. Now that's just so many twos. So we just gotta live another two hundred years to live the most epic Tuesday in history. <sighs> Tuesdays are good. <laughs> We got the joke workshops here on Mondays, which are fun. Sign up. You can sign up Muni Radio on Mondays. What's the joke workshop? The joke workshop is PM has this really nice commercial with it. There's just pirate guys like, we need to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Pam has been running that joke workshop for such a long time, and it's really been great. And the pandemic we had you know we adjusted because the signups used to be at 545 but then when the pandemic hit then everyone and their mother's cousin's dog wanted to sign up for the the thing so just for a lot of safety reasons too but we have it signed up now and if you go on the mutiny radio instagram page there's a little link for it you uh, yeah Venmo mutiny radio two to five dollars and say pre-sign and put your name you know, if your name is, you know, Alice and you go by the, the Wonder Band, you know, then you put the Wonder Band, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I've seen a lot of comedians come through, some really funny people coming through here. 
really funny. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to be just going by their straight name. Or I mean, name like their biological name. That's what I mean by being straight. Because it's like their biological name. Not, not a stage name. Yeah. I, it's, there's no biological name. Their birth name. Their birth name? Oh, yeah. Birth name. Your your name isn't written into your DNA. You know what? Sometimes I feel like it. it's like, what are we just like? There's something, you know, on a piece of paper, you know. I feel like it's all right there. The ageism, the sizeism, the um, genderism, and all that's just stamped on your birth of it. The second that you're born, you have a social security number. And I don't know, people put you in that box already. It's like, if we eliminate that, I don't know. Does gender really need to be put on a birth certificate? Maybe? I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to think too much about it. You ever thought about that before? It feels very Matrix. Well, I mean, that's why we have that whole... uh assigned female at birth, assigned male at birth acronyms. Cause that's like the whole thing we have to take into account that we all experience. So we're assigned something at birth. Uh, and for, it doesn't really apply to everyone once they grow up. They don't, you know, they don't, it's, it's like, how do you, it is like giving someone a name you know you just kind of randomly name someone parents randomly name their kid what they want to name them and now that kid goes by that name that's their name that's their that's part of their identity and some people just go you know what i'm not gonna go by that name anymore or i definitely think sometimes how does it affect like if my name wasn't allison and it was something else would i not be the same would i be a little different just because of my name yeah i'm really glad you're talking about this because you're super bright you're really intelligent you're doing all this stuff you got the world by the horns (laughs) and i'm glad to know that i'm not the only person that thought of that because i feel like that is a huge thing i mean it's like it's right on your birth certificate you know i you know everything it's all there you know you're preemie you know you're a um you know whatever gender ethnicity like it's all there it's it's just right stamped on a piece of paper but um i agree too and so with your name i just want to go back and forth here because i and everyone out there that has a name obviously has a name um so your parents had named you and they named you allison yeah and there was probably was it random did they pull out of a hat or I've heard a couple different stories and my parents don't always agree on those. Like, they're like, what, what's your dad talking about? That's not true. Or your mom, your mom doesn't know what I'm talking about. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I think they just liked it. I think in the end it's just like, oh, it's pretty, it's nice. Yeah. Supposedly what the story is, is that my mom was going to name me Travis, my madre. She was going to name me Travis, and then she changed her name at the last second because she saw this cowboy boot, Justin Cowboy Boots. Hmm. And so she thought it was cute, so she named me after cowboy a boots. cowboy boot. Now I live off of Justin Drive, which is even more ridiculous. <laughs> she couldn't get over it. She was laughing in tears the whole time, the first time she saw my, the tiki pad. Yeah. 
it was just that she was in tears. Imagine your mom just like sitting there, like 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 crying, laughing so hard. You're like, you live on Justin Drive. <laughs> oh my god! It was like we pulled off the freeway and they they made a right hand turn onto Justin Drive, and the navigation system said, "Turn right on Justin Drive." And then, and I live, you know, Justin in college, and right there. She's so. like, that's. I get it up our, this our is Justin's drive. Oh, it's Justin drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We made some really good friends in the neighborhood. The, um, the neighbors that, that are close by me, like I went and charmed them, you know, before the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like people are a little bit more relaxed with it, but there was somebody that actually walked up to my door. A couple people that walked up and they'd heard the music they're like, Where's it coming from? And they saw some people that were waiting to get in. And it was just one of my neighbors. They were just like, it sounded really great. We wanted to come check it out. And we're just making new friends through the sound waves yep. here at Beauty. And so this last um, weekend, we did a little comedy music fusion. And we had Barefoot Outlaw. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Denise Lee, Jack Ferguson. Natalie Fozzi and uh, Dan Lewis for comedians and kind of what, um, what inspired the, the whole thing and how this all happened is that a couple months ago we had the under trio by to play. That's a, you know, Mr. Andrew Sergeant. Yep. Yeah. Sean Valentine. And so one of the audience members that was there was like, had such a good time. She's like, Hey, can we have a, you know, she'd ask us one of the band members, like, hey, my friend wants, she wants to see if she could have her birthday here. <laughs> and so this, I feel like this is definitely the one of the best Tiki Desks yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of, you know, new Maybe artists. Maybe you should have more of those, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're listening to the JW Megawag show, you could have your own personal party show at the Tiki Desk. Yeah, we're throwing birthday parties now, so <laughs> call on in. If you're birthday looking parties, for Halloween if you're, parties, if you're looking for a birthday, give me a ring, give me a buzz on Instagram. We can have a little birthday party. If you're looking to get, you know, you know, looking for a wedding, give Carrie Kathleen a call. Mm-hmm. And I know you got a, you know, you got the niche as well. You mean you got your niche? Everyone's got their, you know, thing. But it was really funny. So <clears throat> I had seen this, uh, this. Uh, talk show this 90s talk show forget who was it but it was um nirvana was on this talk show and they had played a uh, tutorial pissings on this you know talk show this place is all packed and stuff and the guy at the talk show afterwards he's like he like puts his finger in his like his ear and he's like well i hope we didn't disturb the neighbors at all <laughs> he's like that wasn't the that's this is nirvana you know this is their this wasn't the track they said they were gonna play <laughs> But they wanted us to know, let you know that we do, uh, that they do kids' birthday parties. <laughs> it was just like, this so funny. There was just something that's freaking hilarious about that. I just, uh, I feel like it's super punk. I don't know. The <laughs> Very Cobain thing to do. Yeah. And, uh, um, what I want. And so there's a, there's a band playing in a cave somewhere. I know they're doing a direct message to, yeah, but there's going to be some, some outdoor punk shows tonight. Um, 
It's an exciting weekend. Yeah. My friends from Reno, uh, there's this great MC, Stevie Cooper, who I saw rap last week. And she's playing some shows in the Bay Area tonight in San Jose, tomorrow in Oakland. I don't know the details, but I'm sure if you look up Stevie Cooper, Stevie you can find them. Yeah. Cooper. If you want a different um, style than punk or indie rock. Yeah, and you know that Analog Dog, that song, that song that we played earlier, Analog Dog, I was pretty freaking shocked at how that's what we were dancing to we were totally dancing to that (laughs) i know it just gets you moving you can't help it and that's a a motto's right Mm -hmm. sorry yeah um 21st and valencia there's a punk rock show yeah there you know i don't feel like you know i actually have played some of their tracks here um on the radio uh but they're doing something where they're doing like direct message me for the address so i don't want to like it's not anyone's place or anything yeah but you know it's going to be a do decade. you know what the band is uh so i think it's actually a couple of two couple of different bands what is uh huh, you know it's so on here let me let me get this let me get this up here because that's what i feel like you know what it is the first time did you did you ever go to a so far sounds show mm-hmm. and so the first time you know we hear about that and and everything that they had done uh is that it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. It was a surprise. You know the night. You don't know anything else until until you buy the tickets. Then you get the address. And then when you show up at the address, then you see the band. And that's how you know what concert you're going to that night. And that's what I feel like, too. Like I was talking about earlier. It's like you're paying for the experience. Yeah. You know, and it's a surprise. When it's a surprise, that's the experience. You know, you... uh it's um okay wow. Period. I just wish so far sounds paid the artists more of what the audience paid to see the artists. Okay, that's what it is. Wacko the band is the name of the one of the bands, and they're actually a punk band from Long Beach. So they probably got this all figured out. I mean, they're from freaking Long Beach. Okay, so I was trying to figure out how they're gonna do this. I'm like, you know, punk rock band on the beach. I'm giving away the. I'm not giving away the exact location. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying the beach. It's like it could be anywhere, right? Yeah. So, um, to do a show on the beach, that was one thing I was thinking. I was like, how are they going to do it? They got to have like a generator, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, or battery and, powered amps. That's what Neil always did. Yeah, that works. Wacko, Wacko is the band. So look up Wacko if you want an experience tonight. Wacko and Buzz Light Beer. Buzz Lightbeer, gosh, you know that's so funny. I feel like I've I ran into them at the Juice Bumps. Um, ran into some mutual friends. We had play on the rooftop. Uh, yeah, I remember the first time I saw Buzz Lightbeer. I was with um a really good friend that I grew up with that I hadn't seen in a long time, and I was on the show here, and I had a band that was here on the show and they were talking about going to some show out in you know Pacifica or something like at Winners and I was just like oh, I think I'm going to stick around here and go to you know 
uh, bottom of the hill. It was some, was it ice, the ice cream band or whatever that was playing there. And so my buddy was in town and then we went in there and it's just like, when I think that you, it's not even money, it's dough. You give someone some, you know, you, you, it's the experience that you're, what you make that donation for, you would contribute to. It's like you pay for the experience. And so we walk into this place and it was literally like we got our drinks and within moments, the opening band goes on and it was Buzz Lightbeer. And I was just like, this is exactly where I need to be right now. <laughs> just sold. like, it was, there was so many compounding things and like, you can never, you know, plan where you are, what setting you are. The first time you hear a song, the first time you see a piece of art, like it hits you a certain way. It's, you don't see it, you don't hear it, you feel it. And I, f I like felt it. There was like this vibe and, um, well, their drummer could really hit the drums for sure <laughs> pound those skins yeah and uh yeah that, that has a really nice smoking uh patio in the back i was just uh talking to christine from uh columbia olivia and they're another band that's going to be playing with a michael on the motorcycle next friday so exactly a week from now and so this is feels like kind of like a flashback you know because it's a friday bottom of the hills uh show yeah, the 27th, right? I want to make sure I don't jack next it up. Friday is it the is 27th. next Friday. It is next Friday. Okay, yeah. I don't want to tell people the wrong day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, bottom of the Hill, Michael and the Motorcycle, and we got Columbia Olivia. Uh, I'm going to be on on that um, that list as well. Whew. Lots of exciting things. I can't figure out what to do. You're talking about going to this drag thing after. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it already started. Oh, jeez. Um, at Glamorama. They do drag to adjust on Fridays, five to seven. Oh, it barely started. Yeah. Well, maybe it started a little bit. But... You can still catch it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they do it. Um, I don't. Uh, what What Fridays do they do it? Because I know they're not doing it next Friday. Because they're also doing um. Rumors, a drag show of Fleetwood Mac. That's gonna Gosh. be fun. Gosh. Yeah, that's fun. You know what, Stevie Nicks? There was this Motown guy i was hanging out with and he had all these guitars it was actually a friend it was a girl who i knew that we dated and and um her dad was a big time motown guy and he asked me who my favorite female vocalist was and i said without a doubt mariah carey yeah there was no hesitation but because of the style of music that i play he just you know i thought i'd be more of a stevie Nicks, and i love stevie Nicks. she's definitely top yeah. three for me um do you have a top five female vocalist favorites? Is that a tough one? I don't, I'm not good at favorites. I love them all. Yeah. I love them all. I mean, there were, I've, I've just, and especially like, I've always been drawn to women who sing. Cause I think it's that you can kind of hear your voice in them. I think people are often drawn to like, people they can sing along to so you know like i was so obsessed with sarah mclaughlin as a kid <laughs> but uh like there's uh one of my favorite artists right now like a contemporary artist is kimbra she has such an amazing voice and yeah. i first heard her you remember that big single somebody that i used to know by gautier everyone was obsessed with that Sounds song familiar. for like a year now you're just somebody that I used to know. Oh yeah, okay. Now you're just oh yeah, that was, that that was pretty catchy. 
Yeah. And so she is the the vocalist who sings on the bridge of that song. And it's like, all right, yeah, everybody likes this song. It's all right. I like it. It's not bad. It sounds like Pop Goes a Weasel. But then <laughs> she starts singing, and I'm like, what is this? And I immediately looked her up, and I've seen her play at the Regency Ballroom, and I try and listen to all her albums. She's just so good. She's so good. Yeah. That is great. I um, I don't know. Maybe it's just... Because I'm getting in the the Halloween mood, and I don't know, I like it when things are a little spooky. Spooky. Yeah. That I was at a Marianne from Gajifu. I think has a really great voice. Mm. It's kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, that's a that's fun. Yeah, Gajifu is great. I'm glad you had me listen to them. Yeah, I know. I'm really trying to talk him into doing another Halloween show, getting uh, a couple new bands on the list. Maybe this Buzz Lightbeer. I wonder if I could talk him into it. All year round. Buzz Lightbeer would be great. What if I had Gaji Fu and Buzz Lightbeer? (laughs) That'd be great. Because it's just it's night and day from what it was. It was good. It was an amazing performance. But um, with the spotlights and everything else going on, Tiki Desk is really evolving. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from what it was a year ago. For yeah. sure. It's a whole different experience. You know, maybe, you know, last year it was like going into like, you know, it's really, you know, I don't know, like Pirates of the Caribbean, but yeah, I mean, but not as, you know how it's kind of dark in the actual ride of Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, I'm talking about Disneyland mm-hmm. and now it's a little brighter and it's like a little, I don't know, it's a, it's a little, maybe just it's a better flow i think that's what it is it's just a better flow than what it was a year ago it's just becoming very refined yeah so that um that tiki desk concert we did this last week it's actually the first one that i did you know i just streamed it right on instagram because i was just like you know people were active on instagram and then it timed out after two hours mm-hmm. and it just it wouldn't save the uh the video mm. I was kind of upset about it for a second, but I was just like, thinking, I was like, that was just a great experience. And someone, you know, so comedians and everyone's different too. And every artist is a little bit different, a different preference. But you think about like being a comedian, I feel like it's similar in some ways, even though it's a lot different. Um, that, well, if you play, somebody plays a song and it's on YouTube and you play it live, they play it live, then why would they, you know, if they could listen to it online, then why would they? go to your show and maybe it's more like that with comedians it's like you see someone's jokes you see all their jokes on online and then like what are you going to just go to the show and hear all the same jokes i don't know for me i don't know i i maybe there is some difference everyone has a preference for me since i'm really punk rooted and those are my roots punk it's 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 more like i hope that you hate it kind of thing than it is like that i want you to like me or anything um but yeah, I mean that that's what it is. But the when I was talking to so with the live stream and what you can do with that, so you could actually record the whole thing and then post it later on. Live streaming, being able to switch from different multiple camera angles and do it all live, it just is quick mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you just be done with it. But if you did, if you were a video editor, what you could do for all the comedians and the musicians 
and the the acts that come through you know whether it's poetry or whatever who comes through you just cut up the whole you know set of the whole night and just get all the sweet spots right just like the the liners that really land and then just put it in like a like a two minute thing um but anyhow might be rambling on here we get yeah i mean that's how comedians film their specials they usually like they go on the road and are filming a whole tour and then kind of taking the best show i think they usually try and do it from one city like one one performance but like because you can i mean you can tell if you're on different stages but uh because at a live show you never know what's gonna happen (laughs) and so they record every single show they do and then try and get the best one i don't know maybe really big acts have to they have to be like this is the one that we're recording for the special so it has to go right maybe they cut out all the stuff that doesn't work like if there's a heckler (laughs) yeah totally completely yeah so there's a lot of exciting things coming up. We are getting geared up for a comedy battle here at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting back here thinking about my dream girl out there making reference to this, this record. Maybe that's true. Maybe, you know, dream girl. That's cool. That's a cool name for a record. Find her in the music. Find her in the music. And so, uh, this is, um, a local band, King Willow. This is a song off the record Dream Girl. And I don't know, they have a song off this record called Sagittarius. And I was just thinking, there's got to be someone in the band that's a Sagittarius, right? Yeah. Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. She's the Dream Girl, so. Um, I'm a Sagittarius too. Yeah, so I automatically You're made a connection with You're the Dream Girl. Maybe I am. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a the song a song called Atmosphere. It's off the uh, King Willow record, uh, Dream Girl. I love this whole album, but this song is definitely my favorite.
show what a weekend ahead of us getting geared up for some comedy battles here at six o'clock wow Allie it's been a lot of fun having you here thank you for having me lots of fun got this comedy battle whoever wins the battle gets to get on the list for one of a couple of venues here at last cafe on Saturdays two o'clock or people can come down to yeah. Mutiny Radio and watch the comedy, right? Yeah, we got some judges. Those two um, people that we met earlier, they might be here. And if you want to support Mutiny Radio... Yeah, we're hanging on by a shoestring here, so please... Venmo. Mutiny Radio. It gives directly to this beautiful endeavor. I feel like a... I feel like I'm on a pirate ship in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we like about it, but we still need your support. So, Mutiny Radio at Venmo. No, Venmo at Mutiny Radio. I said it yes. backwards. <laughs> Download the app, Mutiny Radio app. We got a Mutiny Radio Instagram. It's Mutiny Radio SF. You can download our app in the bio. We'll be able to donate through the app. Yeah, Sunk Lightning. That is my Candyman theme. And, yeah, we're just going to let this go on because this lightning song is just, this is my life. This has become my life. This is a Sunk that's uh, compiled of Guinevere Q and Jason Young's son. That's their, their duo. And that's what I we're listening to right now. Thank you. Sun Q. Sun Q. It's Sun and Q. Yeah. Sun Q. Or Sunk. 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 I like the ambiguity. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked, you know. Yeah, there's only one Sunk from San Francisco. Sun Q from San Francisco. But there is quite a few more, surprisingly. I mean, that's kind of what it is and how my artist name, you know. Uh, with JW Blunt. There's only one JW Blunt. So you need. You can't be too vague or too common of a word or your SEO sucks. <laughs> Allie Jones. That's my name. Don't wear it out. That's common. It's very common. Alice in Wonderband kind of is too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good though. That's a really good uh, that's a good one. 
Yeah, so we are uh, getting geared up for some outdoor comedy. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, we will catch you next week here on a Friday. And uh, stay tuned for some battles. Hey, my buddy's name is Hi, Steve. Hi, hi guys. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I sorry I uh, didn't didn't stay stay at home in Jersey. Actually, I've never <laughs> been to Jersey. I take that back. But uh, sorry, I'm not there. I feel like I'm disappointing people. If you've never been in Jersey, it's okay. You'll probably be okay. <laughs> but you are missing an experience. What's also different about this celebrity comedian countdown is Mike. You're going to be with us, so welcome to you as well. Yeah, Steve's going to be uh, joining us. Uh, Steve, Steve and I go way back. We're San Francisco mm -hmm. comedians and uh, a great comedian. So it's, we just got off uh, a Steve uh, podcast, and we wanted Steve to, to be a guest on our podcast. So Yeah, you guys were fantastic. So, yeah, thanks for being guests on mine. And, uh, yeah, it's always uh, it's always fun. Carl, you were great on the podcast as well. And Mike and I, as you said, have a, have a history together uh, starting comedy in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. I very close to the same time. I know Mike's been, Mike's been doing a little longer. Just yeah, because uh, I remember uh, him helping me out so much when I started. Can we can Nine. we mention Ireland's thirty two real fast? Yeah. Were you there the night that a drunk woman was screaming and crying over Hugazian set? <laughs> and John Hugazian uh, put the microphone on the ground and walked away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was there, but that's a legendary set. And, uh, yeah, I lived with John for a while, so in one of the comedy condos in San Francisco. So, oh, I we are you talking about Twenty First Avenue? That's right. Yes, you 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 spent time there, right? Yeah, I lived with Hoogie. I got Hoogie in there. Uh, it was Ron Lynch had a uh, uh, apartment, and all these comedians lived there throughout the years. Janine Garofalo, mm -hmm. I believe Mark Marin lived there. Yeah, there is a Wikipedia. Uh, entry. My name's in Wikipedia, Steve. Thanks to that. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's and uh, I have a. Uh, my wife did a nice thing and framed it uh, on our wall in like our TV room, um, cool. of an article they did when it finally closed down. It was because it was like 25 years. Only comedians lived there, and they had a book in the apartment too about, like you said, all the all the famous comedians who lived there and yeah. went on to do cool things. But then an incredible like a guest book as well of comedians who slept on the couches there and you know louis ck all those people like when they came to town would come and either party or crash there and um yeah so the 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 chronicle did a, did a big article on it um and you're yeah your name i think in the article as well on that that's how we all end up on wikipedia yeah that's right it was a it was a quote in the chronicle i have a red mark so because i don't have any entries in wikipedia yeah thank you chronicle all right that's yeah. why it's called Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Now, there is the Maison Movie Club. You mentioned we were on it. We did Scarface. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that podcast, cast, how it was born, and where people can find it. Yeah, you know, I have the, like, they, they say every comedian has a podcast. <laughs> but uh, I had toyed around with what I would do for a podcast forever. And then I realized... Uh, and again, this is probably one of the reasons Mike and I uh, hit it off as as friends besides comedians uh, when we, we first met. I, I find myself, no matter what, in every moment of my life, relating something to a movie I saw, you know, <laughs> yeah. as, as, as